G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. It's a sticking point. They can't get past that. And yet, in order to hold to Mashiach ben David only, you have to ignore so many other prophecies about the suffering servant. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. We're on a quest to better understand the Messiah, to identify him, to understand his mission and calling, so we're without doubt as to his identity. Mashiach, the Messiah, is a contentious topic between Jews and Christians because Christians believe Jesus is Mashiach. Jews don't believe he qualifies for the position. In fact, many say that there are two Messiahs, a suffering Messiah, Ben Yosef, and a warrior messiah, Ben David. Yeah, and it's really kind of fascinating. And I get where they're coming from too, why they say Jesus can't be the messiah. I mean, I disagree with them, obviously. But when they look at the scriptures, they say that when messiah comes, he's going to usher in peace. Mm. And their argument is, well, take a look at the world. There is (laughs) no peace, so therefore he can't possibly be. getting worse, not better. Exactly. But they still have the quandary. You've got two very distinct personages Mm. that are described as the Messiah. Which one is he? Because he's not a schizophrenic. He's not yeah. split personality. These are very, very distinct. And the scripture can't be broken, which means they have to be fulfilled. Otherwise, we can't trust God's word. Mm. So it's a bit of a quandary. It is a bit of a quandary. So yeah, last time we looked at Mashiach ben Yosef, and we spent a lot of time again digging into Isaiah 53, just about how he would suffer and why he would suffer and what he would achieve through that. So want to have a bit of a look to see what The scriptures say these prophecies about Mashiach ben David, the Messiah, son of David. And of course, that's referencing King David, Israel's greatest king, who was a mighty warrior. Can I say he also had a gentleness about him. He was a poet. He Mm. was a psalmist. That's right. He was a shepherd. He loved the sheep. So he had a a very loving persona about him. The the whole kingdom loved him. Mm. So he did have those attributes, um, but he did bring a lot of freedom and deliverance to his people. So the Messiah, Mashiach ben David, is going to be like him. Well, Jeremiah 23 talks about David in a prophetic sense. It says, Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord when I'll raise up for David a righteous branch, and he'll reign as king and act wisely and do justice and righteousness in the land. In his days, Judah will be saved, and Israel will dwell securely. And this is his name by which he'll be called, the Lord our righteousness. Mm -hmm. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when they'll no longer say, as the Lord lives, who brought up the sons of Israel from the land of Egypt, but as the Lord lives, who brought up and led back the descendants of the household of Israel from the north land and from all the countries where I had driven them. They'll live on their own soil. And the amazing thing is, we live at a time in history that's so privileged because we can see that Israel Mm, is back in the land from all the nations of the world where the Lord had driven them in their exile. They're back there. Uh, So who is this righteous branch, this descendant of the house of David? Because... Isaiah 11.1 says, Then a shoot will spring from the stem of Jesse, and a branch from his roots will bear fruit. So this is talking about 
from the house of Jesse, from the root of David, that's going to be at mm. some point in yep. the future. And, of course, uh, Jesse was David's father, yes, so that's the lineage there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then, of course, uh, speaking about the branch, Isaiah 11 talks about that in verses 3 to 5. It says, He, the branch, the descendant of Jesse and David, will delight in the fear of the Lord, and he won't judge by what his eyes see, nor make a decision by what his ears hear. But with righteousness he'll judge the poor and decide with fairness for the afflicted of the earth. And he'll strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he'll slay the wicked. Also righteousness will be the belt about his loins, and faithfulness the belt about his waist. Now, I don't know about you, but that does not describe a suffering servant to me. That is a warrior king who's Mm. basically going to get the world and all the wicked and all the unrighteousness, and he's going to deal with it That's right. once and for all. He'll slay them with his breath. Abs- isn't that terrifying? <laughs> oh, wow. You can kind of... You can kind of see that, isn't yeah. it? The imagery is is incredible. Now, there are uh, some other passages that talk about uh, this Mashiach ben David, this warrior Messiah, uh, and several passages that they're far too long for to read out now, but a, a good dose of homework would be to go and read these. Psalm 72, verses 1 to 9, and also Second Samuel 7, the first 17 verses. Mm-hmm. And you get to see how um, uh, how Mashiach ben David, this Messiah, is described as a warrior. But also you read about how God promised David to ensure that his family line would be sustained for kings of Israel forever. Mm. And that's and, quite a significant thing, isn't it? That yes, uh, it is. idea of it being forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel 7 speaks about that in verses 13 and 14. I kept looking in the night visions, and behold, with the clouds of heaven, one like the Son of Man was coming. He came up to the Ancient of Days and was presented before him. And to him was given dominion, glory, and a kingdom that all the peoples, nations, and men of every language might serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which won't pass away, and his kingdom is one which won't be destroyed. Again, this is one of the reasons why the Jews don't accept Jesus as Messiah, because they say, what kingdom? Mm. What did he establish that didn't pass away? Where is the forever? Mm. It's a sticking point. They can't get past that. And yet, in order to hold to Mashiach ben David only, you have to ignore so many other prophecies about the suffering servant yeah. actually was exactly the same rabbis whose names I won't mention that I mentioned last time were having a conversation about the Mashiach. And they said, basically, talking about these two personas, Mashiach ben David, Mashiach ben Yosef. And in their mind, to try to reconcile these two personas, they were saying that which Messiah comes, well, that's really determined by them as a people, depending on whether they're good and obedient to God's word, if they are. Then he'll come as Mashiach ben David and set righteousness. He'll bring the redemption and everything Mm -hmm. will be great. But if they are rebellious and they don't learn their lesson, if they don't get their act together, then he's got to come as Mashiach ben Yosef and suffer for them. Mm. And then they'll go around this mountain again until they finally get to their redemption. So they're trying to reconcile it that way. Mm. It's a kind of fascinating mentality. You've got to do something because... All the scriptures are there. Well, let's finish with a well-known passage. This is Isaiah 9, verses 6 and 7. It says, For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from then on and forevermore. 
The zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. Now, we have discussed this before. This is one of those verses or passages that I don't understand how a Jewish religious mind gets around this because it's talking about one individual Mm -hmm. here and they're pretty lofty titles that are assigned to this child who who grows into a man. I can get wonderful counsellor. That's pretty easy to accept. I can I can go with that. Prince of Peace, okay, yep, I can accept that. He is royalty, he's peaceful, he's looking to establish peace, and he's going to have an everlasting kingdom founded on righteousness and justice. Okay, we can kind of stretch that and say it's an analogy. It's going to be a long-standing mm. one if we want to stretch it that way. But this child that was promised is going to be called Mighty God and Everlasting Father or Eternal Father. Again, we've mentioned this. We're not talking about an ordinary man. I don't know how the Jewish mind can reconcile this being one individual who is God. And yet, to bring in and usher in everlasting peace and a righteousness and a government that's going to be eternal, considering the state of the world, he is a wonderful counselor and he's the prince of peace. He's all loving and wonderful, but he's going to have to rule with a rod of iron to get this mess under control. Sounds like two people in one here to me. Mm, That's right. That's just me. What do I know? (laughs) Well, we will come back in the next program and wrap this up and try to identify the Mashiach. Are they two individuals or are they both found in the one? We'll look at that next time on Foundations. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.